Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. Can you hand me that computer. I will read it. You sure you're going to read it? Yeah, I'm going to read it. Hold on. Can you read? <laughs> I think okay, this you know, is a good point. Good question to ask. I, I mean, <laughs> fuck? also, hey, don't spill the beer on the computer. I can read. Okay. I can't spell. <laughs> this is very nerve wracking. I just Jeez. slid my laptop over to Tyler. I don't know what's going to happen. This thing is, even if I spill, this thing's thick enough. It's not going to touch it. Like, it's true. It's, it could, well, okay, while well, you get situated. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have you know anti-gel in there all the time. They have cetane in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you. So now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Thanks for tuning in to America's Diesel Podcast. This is the end of the intro. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so you guys Was know- Was that okay? Was that okay intro? Yeah. So you guys know our um, absolute adoring love for uh, F-150 Lightnings <clears throat> and how they're such a, <laughs> such a man's truck. <laughs> such a man's truck. And this is probably a new site if you, uh, uh, for those three people that are watching this. I have a computer in front of me. 
for once. Wow. I'm not sure to do with my hands. So that is like a bigger version of what we call cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually access something like Wait, Facebook. so you're saying this is like a mini computer? Yes. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Times have changed. Times have Slightly. changed. Slightly. <laughs> okay. So this was actually sent to us by a podcast listener. He goes by on Instagram. Daddy. Tattoo diesel daddy or something like that. Used to be uh, Daddo Cooks Food. Um, Mr. Chris Braden. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sending this to me. Uh, And well, and Ben. Uh, I got an absolute kick out of this article. And of course, you're probably, most of you people probably have never seen this article. (laughs) Because it's, I mean, first, like, this kind of stuff doesn't get out there in the... Well, I think he posted on the on the Facebook page. Oh, which did he? Which okay. you're a part of. Yeah. So I didn't see it, basically. But anyways... Um, but who knows if they actually read it or who, not. Right, yeah. right. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I got the email, I thought it was a spam email. A little bit. Um, <laughs> but then I recognized the name. I was like, yeah, I, put, yeah. I put it together. Anyways. So the, the title of the article, this is from... Is this from Fox Business or is it from MSN? It doesn't matter. Whatever. It's one of the two. By Bradford Betts. Uh, it says Fox Business here and then MSN up here. Anyways, it doesn't yeah, well, matter. I, I, it's the, one of those two. Okay, this is called a browser. Okay. Yeah, no, I the, understand the, that. MSN, <laughs> the that's, that's the search was, engine we're using because we're on... Hold on. The link Microsoft was MSN.com, which is when I pulled it up, it looked like it was like the homepage to well, MSN. Look at the website address. What does it say? www.msn. Okay. Let's not get hung up on the incidentals here. Okay. <laughs> hey, you asked, man. I'm just trying to help you out. Okay. Regardless, the title of the article is <laughs> Man Forced to Ditch Ford EV Truck During Family Road Trip to Chicago. Quotes. This is the guy that bought the truck. Biggest scam of modern times. <laughs> okay. This is going to be good. The article reads. <clears throat> A Canadian man is calling electric vehicles the biggest scam of modern times after his frustrating experience with an electric truck. I'm going to butcher his name. Dalbir Bala. Dalbir Bala, uh, who lives in the Winnipeg area, Canada, for those that don't have a globe. America's top hat. America's top hat. Bought a Ford F-150 Lightning EV in January for 115,000 Canadian dollars plus tax, which translates to 77,495 US dollars. I was going to say probably more like like 55,000. That's just the start, buddy. Because, you know, the the, the loonies are worth about. Yeah. Um, according to the manufacturer's okay, that doesn't matter. He told Fox Business he needed the vehicle for his work, but uh-huh. also wanted something suitable for recreational activities such as driving to his cabin or going fishing. He also wanted an environment environmentally friendly vehicle, as owning one is respons is, is responsible citizenship these days. Okay, so he's trying to he's do trying. the right he's, thing. He's trying, you know, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> but Bala was quickly hit with the reality of owning and operating an EV soon after uh, soon after the purchase. Uh, the vehicle compelled him to install two chargers, one at work, one at home, for $10,000. Oh, 
(laughs) To accommodate the charger, he had to upgrade his home's electric panel for $6,000. So he's 16,000 deep just to recharge his truck. At home. At home and at work. Quick sidebar here. You know what he could have got for $16,000? Yeah. Like a two out... He How much was your he truck? He could have got your OBS. <laughs> he could have got your OBS and yeah. cash to play with. Cash to play with. Mine the was funny 25. thing is, okay. yeah, the funny thing is, his work is only ten miles away from his house. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could have just got a bike, like a bicycle. <laughs> he could have rented a lime scooter for forty-five years. <laughs> Do they have those in Canada, or are they called something else, like, like a? Like a syrup scooter or something. Well, they like tried putting them in Canada, but they're going through Spokane, and then they found out everybody in Spokane just throws them in the Spokane River. Uh, and so so they, they didn't do. make it. <laughs> so in all, he spent more than $130,000 plus tax on this F-150. That's okay. terrible. <laughs> this is fucking so bad. He could have bought a fucking loaded Super Duty and put wheels and tires and a suspension on it. And had money to spare. And he could have taken his wife out to dinner. And probably bought a fishing boat if he likes fishing so much. And he probably wouldn't. (laughs) He would have have either had an issue with the CP4 right off the bat, which he could have done his uh, disaster prevention kit. But he probably wouldn't run into an issue to at least 100,000 miles of the emission system. Yeah. Totally. Not long after the purchase, Bala got into a minor accident. Oh, God. Uh, It required light assembly, they said. Uh, on the front bumper. Uh, Bala took the vehicle to the body shop and he did not get it back for six months. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said no one from Ford answered his email or phone calls for help. <laughs> the limitations on the EV truck became even more apparent when Bala embarked on a chaotic 1,400-mile road trip to Chicago. So he's going from Winnipeg to Chicago, city to city. Okay. That Long just trip, sounds so but, stressful. Uh, fast charging stations, which only charge EVs up to 90%, cost more than gas for the same mileage. On the family's first stop in Fargo, North Dakota, he, it took two hours and $56 to charge his vehicle from 10 to 90%. The charge was good for another 215 miles, though. <laughs> Yay. Yay. He was on this trip for three months. <laughs> on the second stop in Albertville, Minnesota, the free charger was faulty and the phone number on the charging station was of no help. <laughs> the family drove to another charging station in Elk River, Minnesota, but the charger was faulty there as well. <laughs> Jesus. This this sheer helplessness helplessness was mind-boggling, Bala wrote in an online post. My kids and wife were really worried and stressed at this point. I bet. <laughs> As a man, that's going to feel so bad. Well, you know how bad it feels when you're on a road trip and you go to like two gas stations and like they're like not, like they're closed. I you're feel, like shit. Dude, <laughs> like, I feel like I've let my family down if I get off to go get like fuel and there's not the right place to eat that we wanted right you know or, or i accidentally go left when or i should like have they're gone closed right. or something like yeah, yeah. i feel remodel. like i let them down <laughs> yeah right this guy must feel like i i don't mean i'm not trying to make fun of the guy like oh my god that feeling must be terrible <laughs> there were no other fast charging stations within range of elk river and his vehicle only had 12 miles left 
Okay. This is him talking. By now it was late afternoon. We were we we were really stuck, hungry and heartbroken. Bala said. <laughs> I bet. Uh, Bala ultimately had the vehicle towed to a Ford dealership dealership in Elk River and rented a regular gas vehicle to complete the family's trip to Chicago. The family picked up the F-150 on their way back to Winnipeg. It was in the shop for six months. <laughs> I can't take it to my lake cabin. I cannot take it for off, uh, off-grid camping. I cannot, uh, I cannot take for even a road trip. Bala wrote, I can only drive in the city. Biggest scam of modern times. <laughs> Bala, uh, Bala told Fox Business he believes the government needs to do more to provide consumers with the right information. That portion right there, I have a really hard time with because when I am in a pickle, I don't look for the government to fix my problems. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> like at all. Like I, if I break down on the side of the road, I'm like, God damn it, the government needs to put more repair places around yeah. here. Or, or you should... blow a tire. Like, God damn it, the government needs to put a tire shop here. Yeah. They need to be sweeping for stuff on the road. This is the this is the big freaking like the the big stupidity shitness of EVs. People that buy them are looking for the government to fix their problems. They're looking for the government to build the infrastructure to to you know to make these things work. And it's just not going to fucking happen. No. It's not going to happen. Uh this is him talking again. People have to make the right choices. I want to tell everybody to read my stories that do your research before even thinking about it and making a wiser choice. Well, if he read anything or listened to this podcast, he would have already made a wiser choice. Um, this is this is great too. The act. This is him talking again. The actual thing they promise is not even close. Not even fifty percent. And once you buy it, you're stuck with it, and you have to carry huge losses to get rid of that. And nobody is there to help you. Once again. Us diesel guys, we don't look for other people to help us. We look for, we look for, uh, you know, we, we look to help ourselves. We look to fix it ourselves. We look to find a, yeah, we look to find a solution ourselves. And this is, I think also kind of the difference between like, you know, modern day people and people, let's say 20 years ago. Like this is like, this is, you would never hear anybody complaining to Fox business about like, fuel stations and like it just that doesn't happen you just you just make shit happen the customer uh the customer's experience wait is this from ford uh the customer's experience highlights the urgent oh this is them trying to talk up electric stuff which i'm not going to read because it's stupid um blah 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 that's basically the end of it so in a nutshell um what is the ford f-150 lightning good for block parties <laughs> driving to your neighbor's house <laughs> what is it good for i'm gonna be a hundred percent honest here and this is this is my honest take on it this truck I, it's good for cities mm-hmm. good for densely populated cities but at that point are you buying a truck in a densely populated city where you're living in a apartment, are you buying a truck? No, you're not buying a truck. You're buying a car. Like I get that. Like this truck was built. Like who was it built for? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but for someone who's in a, a densely populated city, 
they're better off with a Maverick. I think they're better off with a just buy a fucking five year old or a fucking ten year old Prius. I mean, for yeah. real. I mean, if you're in a city, if you live in like I'm, I'm not saying like. Obviously, we live in the city of Spokane, or yeah. well, we live in the you're, I live in the county, like a, a true metropolitan area. Metro, like yeah. yeah, downtown, like that's where you live. Like a truck, like you're not going to buy a truck. So who 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 is this truck for? I don't know. People who people who have not seen the light yet, like unfortunately, our man. Well, the, the deer has now. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, people are going to have to spend over a hundred thousand dollars to finally figure out that this is a fucking gimmick i think just because playing a little devil's advocate here um this is a little on him the the fact that he had to spend sixteen thousand dollars just to be able to operate the vehicle should have been a pretty big red flag and isn't that a question you asked beforehand like hey what like what is this like a charger where i could just plug into an outlet or is it a is it something that for instance, I need to update my entire house's electrical panel. I also feel, that, and this is probably, I don't know if it's the buyer's fault or the seller's fault, being the dealership, a a car salesman should, a car salesman doing their job should ask these types of questions. What are you going to be using the truck for? Like we do here when we're asking, people are asking about parts. I know they don't do that. Right. Right. But like I would, if I was, I sold cars for a week at a dealership I worked at. And it was hard because I had really good reviews, but I didn't move the amount of trucks and stuff like that like other guys did because I would sit there. I would have that conversation. What are you using a truck for? How much you tow? Right. What are you doing with it? What are you going to do with that? And then, well, honestly, man, I'll be straightforward. You don't need a 4,500. Yeah. Like you could... You could probably get away with a gas 2500 or maybe even a 1500 if if you just like don't put as much stuff in the trailer. Like you, well, oh, you already have a 1500. It's five years old. Fuck, keep that, man. Why are you here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the only difference between that and this is that air conditioned seats. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's what you hope you 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 know run into when you're looking at a new vehicle or looking to purchase a vehicle, but it's never going to happen because no. of just how. how it, and it comes down to how these people are paid. They're paid yeah. via commission. They're paid via how many vehicles they sell. Well, and chances are he probably ordered this thing and then picked it up. Like there was no actual yeah. like uh, consulting going on. Sure. The other thing there too is like I really gotta like. Well, he, he fully admits he d- d- didn't do any research. Yeah. Like, but even then, the common sense flag should have been: I gotta spend sixteen thousand dollars just to be able to to operate this thing. The the in my opinion, the common sense of someone that says. Okay, I already own the truck. Let's just assume that I have the truck. That's fine. Okay, yeah. but someone says, by the way, to to continue using this truck the way that you want, you need to spend $16,000 for charging. Yeah. And I would probably look at that and go, okay, well, how far could I drive for $16,000 of fuel? Yeah. Well, so first it, of all- it would take me this long to pay it off. Like, yeah. And is this a good investment? Why is there chargers? So he bought two of them for ten grand. So you're telling me one charger is $5,000? $5,000. Wow. That's insane. Like a like a Tesla fast charger is not even that much. I assume it's probably around there or something like that. I don't know for sure, but I bet it's around there. You're the one with the laptop now. You got to search it. 
Little known fact, everybody, Tyler does know how to type. <laughs> I have worked here for 14 years. <laughs> I think I've... Uh, oh, we're just going to go... Okay, so they're power wall. Let's see. No, that's like the actual wall. Like the, the panels that they make. Okay, charging. charging yeah. Home, Home charging. charging. Shop. Or supercharging. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> they have a mobile charger for $230, a wall charger for 475 or a universal wall connector for 595 like what the hell is Ford doing? Let's just okay. Let's I, just. I think it's because he installed like because he also had to upgrade the electronics on his house, so he installed something more like a supercharger. So that's that's not even a like a buy. That's just fine. So they like okay, have go, those. go to charging then. Just period. Uh, these, yeah, okay. it's just information. Like the shopping side. of My it guess is. is is he he ended up getting something that was. Maybe I didn't scroll down long enough, far enough. Like the the big bad boy charger or something like that, because he had to be able to charge this shit fast because he still wants to use it like a gas truck. Or he just got baited. Or he got baited super hard. Or it was yeah. five thousand dollars installed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, let's I look at let's look racket. at the wall connector here. Up to forty four miles of range added per hour at eleven point five kilowatts, forty eight amp output. 24 foot cable like where is like for your warranty and residential use is there anything saying like requirements for I don't see anything well, I can tell you what I would have done in his situation and he actually almost did part of what he I should have just bought a cyber truck no because <laughs> so he got towed to a dealership right yeah at that point I would have been I'm trading this truck in, and I am buying a new truck with a coyote in it. Thank yeah. you very much. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would do something. I'm, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not a litigious person. I probably wouldn't file a lawsuit or anything like that, but I'd just be like, I'm fucking over this. You take it back now. Yeah. No, I, that, I would be so freaking pissed off. Like, I would probably contemplate suicide at that point. <laughs> like... Like, that is so ridiculous. So the moral of the story here, I'm buy to, a new Super Duty. <laughs> yeah, buy a Super Duty, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, for real. 10-speed, an engine that takes uh, this thing called fuel, <laughs> diesel fuel. It's available pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Range is probably triple of what this thing is. And believe it or not, you can actually uh, fill it up faster than you can charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the time it takes you to swipe your card, put the nozzle on, walk in, take a piss, and grab a bag of Cheetos, you're uh you're done. Yeah, and the fact that it only goes up to ninety percent too. Like you're that's like trying to fill up your tank to full and like you know when the fuel station cuts you off at like a hundred bucks and you're mm -hmm. like not full? Like that's them like and then you rehook it and then put your card back in. That's like them saying, Nope, sorry, you can't. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like that's well, you only get ninety percent though. Like why can't they do the extra ten percent? Like, I'm gonna like, fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you. Give me my full tank yeah. now. Take my money. Yeah. So again, Ford just killing it with the electric market. Um you know, and then the the sad part is is I guarantee he's not the only one. Mm -hmm. He's just the only one that that, you know, got a story written about it. But 
you know, it's it's one of those things where it's even hard to find stories like that because obviously there's an agenda that is being pushed on any auto consumer. Like I, I, I listen to Pandora all the time when I'm when I'm working, and there's this ad that comes up all the time, all the time, and it's a, uh, it's like oh Washington, uh, their green energy initiative is requiring a you know zero zero carbon by 2040 learn how you can blah 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 there's obviously a there's obviously a, a, a agenda that's being pushed mm-hmm. um, so finding stories like that is probably going to be more and more difficult um, but he's not the only one I mean we we did we talked about the Motor Trend guys you know <laughs> talking about their yeah. their their hassles with uh, a Rivian, their ha- their hassles with the F one fifty. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that are putting out information on these things. Uh, I, again, I'm not like fully against it. It's it's just the fact that it's it's a technology that's not freaking ready. It's just not ready. Like that money that they're putting into these electric vehicles, they could put into maybe hydrogen power. For diesel, for for diesel trucks or even cars, like I mean, well, there, there's there's there have been, um, I have seen some buzz about uh, diesel electric, like diesel hybrid. Yeah, and it would basically be um, kind of like the way the Prius is now. Yeah. So the, it uses a gas engine. So you have a super tiny f- engine. Yeah, a highly efficient small diesel engine that. And the thing is, a diesel engine makes a hell of a lot more torque than a gas engine does. It should be able to spin up whatever generator it's running on pretty quick. And you would basically be able to use the gas for that quick little initial zip around or whatever you need. And then when it uh, demands more power, the diesel engine is there. I still think that's pretty gay. I do as well. I, I <laughs> Honestly, and I, I still think the answer is really... We've talked about this before, you know, how there are companies out there that are really pushing the envelope as far as efficiency goes. Um, companies like, was that Aero Pistons, mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite Diesel Injectors, yep. um, people doing really high quality tuning like Calibrated, you know, folks that are actually really getting into the fine nitty gritty of these engines, banks, and yeah. making them better than they were stock yeah. with emissions intact. Um, and even going so far as to the point where, getting them running so good and so clean that they actually don't even technically need emissions. Yeah. I'm I'm sure the EPA will never actually go for that because it's a money grab. But the fact that you're able to take these engines and make them more reliable, more efficient, and actually reduce the amount of emissions equipment that are on it to begin with. And now you have a product that is surpassing what the Band-Aid fix was by innovation. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, that's where it needs to be. And even as you start getting into that point, I still do think that hydrogen supplemented hydrogen with a diesel engine is the way to go. I'm not saying hydrogen power. Okay. But supplemented hydrogen with a diesel engine. All right. I'm, I'm going off in the weeds here a little bit. So bear with me. Okay. Weed me, bro. Okay. Okay. Trees, plants, vegetation. Okay. What do they eat? What do they need? Carbon. Monoxide. What does internal combustion engines produce? 
lots of different carbons, including monoxide. What do EVs produce when they're running? Uh, child labor. <laughs> In other countries. Yeah. Wait, are we so, talking about the uh, the power plant making the electricity? No, the, just the vehicle <laughs> itself. What what does it produce when you drive it? Um, Nothing, right? Marriage issues because you can't drive your truck for a trip. With your Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. <laughs> Distrust okay. in your kids. Let's wrap this all together here. We're environmentalists. It's true. We're just trying to feed plants. We are environmentalists. I never thought I'd be a tree hugger. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the what's coming out of the tailpipe of a Hellcat's a hell of a lot more dangerous to you and your immune system than what's coming out of the tailpipe of a fucking Cummins. I know it yeah. looks a lot worse, but it ain't. Well, we're not going to talk about that because they sound really cool and we like those. But these EV people hate trees, plants, vegetation. They hate them, obviously. Yeah. They're literally taking away their food. I don't know if you've ever heard, but lightning kills trees. So who is being more environmentally conscious? Diesel owners or EV owners? Answer me that. I think the only person that we need to ask that question to... I'm literally going in the weeds. Yeah. And playing with them and loving them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Make this decision yourself. I mean, if you really think about it, like if EVs take over, we're basically, what I'm getting at is basically the whole country is going to turn into a desert mm -hmm. with no life. Mm -hmm. And what relies on plants? Small little pretty little cute little mammals and little and bees. Bees. The bees. bees. Oh my oh, God. I can't believe I forgot about the bees. The honey bees. Yeah. They, everybody talks about how important the bees are. The bees need plants. Mm -hmm. The plants need us. True. They don't like EV people. No, I don't. They, they hate them. These are the facts. These, they just, this is undisputable. Is, and I'll tell you one person who wouldn't argue with you. Who? The bees? No, little... <laughs> Greta? <laughs> <laughs> Timbuktu or guy well I don't know what kind of names people in the Congo have oh but uh, it's yeah <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Dr. Tuki Tuki mining <laughs> mining the cobalt with yeah. his critically acclaimed 7.1 inch dick yeah <laughs> which we now know is people in the Congo have statistically the largest penises out there that's a known fact that's on the internet okay yes, 7.1 inches th th that is also a fact yeah. we're spitting facts here okay Interesting if you don't fact. like them look them up yeah this is proven and interestingly enough 7 minus 0.1 is 6.9 hey hey it's the math the math is mathing okay yeah they don't need to be mining cobalt no they need to be in the porn industry. Okay. Absolutely. Way more lucrative for them. <laughs> Way more They've, lucrative. They're all out there mining this cobalt with these where, big old dongs. Where they could be in an AC room. Yeah. Okay. With a <laughs> with a beautiful lady. Sometimes multiple. Sometimes multiple. Maybe another dude. Whatever you're into. I'm not into that. If you're into that, whatever. <laughs> Dermax guys. <laughs> <laughs> but 
the moral of the story here is diesel trucks and internal combustion engines can literally save the world. Yeah. I swear to God, if I ever get to a point in my life where a freaking ambulance that's electric pulls up to like get me after I break myself off or something I'm like that. I'm just gonna dog, roll. I'm like, just gonna roll Hey man, that ain't me, dude. Yeah. You just, hey, who's your boss? Yeah, just tell him to chop it off right now. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't need that leg. Yeah. Like, sir, you have a sprained ankle. Just chop it off, man. Chop it. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not getting in I there. Know, I don't know why you called them in the first place. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Look down, the bone sticking out. Like, dude, yeah. just a sprain. Yeah, it's just I'll a sprain, fine. man. It'll be fine. Got any crutches in there? Yeah. Tell you what, use that electric vehicle, go buy me a bottle of Jack, yep. find me some perk set. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. You got a band-aid or four? Yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Electric vehicles are such a crock of shit. It, we laid down the facts. These are facts. Trees need us. Plants need us. Bees need plants. So bees need us. And we need bees. And we need bees because we like honey. And my food, <laughs> my food eats plants. And bears love honey. In turn, love bees. I, it's a circle of life, people. It's a bears circle of life. I eat fish. Fish need plants mm-hmm. to hide underwater. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. Make your Which, way out of the weed cellar. Come on, bring it back around. It's a circle of life. <laughs> it's a circle of life. The okay. gesture that Tyler just made was so, so just, forthcoming. It's a circle it. of life. Oh, no, it goes globe. <laughs> we'll start this over. Okay, all right. Plants need us. Bees need plants. Bees need us. To feed the plants. Bears need bees to give them honey. So in turn, the world needs us. Is that a good fact? <laughs> fact. Like, look at all this greenery. Look at Russia. Look at all the land. Russia needs us. Look at... <laughs> look at... Oh, oh, look at Algeria. I mean, Chad... <laughs> Nigeria, you know, Mexico, Canada, Brazil, they all need us. Just so you know, guys, for those of you not watching, we have a globe, okay? Someone said it to us because Tyler didn't know where the Congo was. We have a globe. Now we know where Congo is. But the main thing is, if you guys remember globes, that like every country is a different color, so you can differentiate them. <laughs> yeah, look, how green. All the, look how all green the Russia is. Green. Russia is super green, guys. This, this area right Especially here the northern needs Siberian us. area. It's all green. See, this, this, is, this is a predictive globe because, see, the United States how it's all red and like kind of dry looking that's what's going to happen if if evs take over that's what it's going to look like we could look like brazil okay but we're not we're going to this okay canada's on the borderline okay because there's still a lot of you know there's still a lot of canadians up there that like diesel trucks so they're in the yellow okay that's moderate if you follow weather channel <laughs> oh my god i mean at the with this globe, the state of the world is is it, we're in crisis mode. Oh, what does blue mean though? Blue, cold, snow. Oh, oh. <laughs> that Pacific Ocean, she's a cold bitch. 
it's just it's a little bit snowy. Australia is super fucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're pink. Have you ever seen a storm warning? What color is it? Magenta. It's it's red. Yes. Pink is after red. Because then it just turns to yellow. Orange. Tangerine. <laughs> is it, isn't magenta the, the the color warning for something? Uh, I thought that was like the, the worst color hurricane? warning for hurricane? something. Hurricanes? Magenta. I just thought it was great Tsunami. that you're like, oh, we need these countries to be beautiful and green, like Russia. Like, <laughs> it Russia is through, a very vast country. Like it didn't go through Chernobyl or something. Well... <laughs> Okay. That was just one small part. That was actually wasn't that Ukraine area? Isn't isn't Chernobyl uh, in Ukraine? No. Ukraine is yellow. That's a warning. That is hazard. <laughs> I'm debating whether to let him keep going or not. Because this is good. Well, if you, well, I Mexico, think you're nailing it. If you, if you Mexico is gray. Are they just like dead? We don't care about Mexico. <laughs> what color is what color is this Congo. Is Congo? Oh. Where is the Congo? <laughs> Use the map, Tyler. It's in Africa. Oh, it's in, oh. <laughs> it's in South America. <laughs> this is why we uh, got the globe, okay? Fuck. Where is the... What country is the Congo in? Congo? God damn it. <laughs> I got it. Hold no, on. Okay. Wait. No, I don't. Congolese. Congolese. People. Where the fuck is the Congo, dude? Is it next to Nigeria or Niger? <laughs> or is it Chad? The Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, okay, yeah, it's right there. Um, do you think? Do you think it's funny that in in Africa there's just a a country in the middle that's just named Chad? <laughs> that's where all your drywall is made and tested. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just kind of like there's like Li Libya, Sudan, Egypt, uh, Tanzania, T Tanzania, and then there's Chad. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like you know it's mean? like who's the family who names all their kids with the same connection? Molly, like, this is Chad. Jason, this is John, this yeah. is Jeremy, this is Josiah. Oh, is Chad is next to Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, I, I, I that's Cameroon. Whatever. Another yeah. O doesn't change it that much. Yeah, actually, it does. Believe it or not. <laughs> Cameroon. There's Angola, Nambia, Zambia. Chad. Chad. Tanzania, Kenya, Ethiopia, Chad. Somalia. Yeah. I'm I'm decapitated now. Chad. Yemen. Yeah. Where's Congo? Find the Congo. Yeah. It's, it's Democratic Republic of Congo. It's right oh, there. Where? It's gray. It's a very small country. Um, Democratic of Republic of Congo? Yeah, it's very small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need a bigger globe, apparently. So, anyways. The world needs us. <laughs> Long story short, uh, don't buy lightnings, especially if you're Canadian. Yeah, because you're on the verge. Fact. Obviously. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap this one up. I hope you uh, enjoyed the connections that Tyler made there. They're very scientific, very straightforward. Based on facts. Based on facts and facts alone. Yep. Uh, that's why we're here. Uh, thanks for tuning. Uh, we'll see you next week. Sorry? Jesus fucking Christ.
Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.